0: Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bismillah al-Rahman al-Rahim alhamdulillah. Wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillahi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa We praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We send blessings and salutations upon Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. His household, his companions, we ask Allah to bless them, to bless every one of us and to ultimately grant every one of us Jannatul Firdaus in paradise mean, My brothers and sisters, if I were to ask you what makes you happy, what would you say? What makes you happy? What would you say? To be honest, everyone would have different answers based on what would make them happy. Subhanallah. Some people, what would make them happy is something haram if they won the lottery. They'll tell you, if I win the Tatama millions, I'll be so happy. Yet, if you look at it, it's not permissible in Islam to participate in something of that nature. But the reason why they will say that I am, I won't be happy is because they will have in their hands what they think is the source of happiness and contentment. Yet
1: it is not. Subhanallah. Evidence of it is: look at the people who have millions. Most of them
0: are not content unless they have in them connection with Allah, La ilaha Did you think of that? Most of those who have a lot of money, have a lot of stress, most of them cannot sleep except with pills unless they have a connection with Allah and unless their dealings have been clean and clear and unless their character has been refined. So if I were to ask you what exactly makes you happy? Someone might say, "Well, if I marry that particular person, it will make me happy. Many a times, People say that particular person based on looks, you know they look hot, subhanAllah. Why do they use the word hot? Have you ever thought of it? Heat. What's the heat all about? When they say this person looks hot, because it burns. La ilaha illallah. May Allah grant us ease. You will be burnt, my brothers,
1: my sisters. Remember, what Allah is pleased with is cool. La ilaha illallah. It brings
0: about the coolness of the heart even if you are not the richest person you are happy with what allah bestowed upon you so what will make you happy subhanallah if i find that that person gives me a job i will be happy that's a very materialistic answer you are ready to become a slave of a person who's going to pay you 20000 rands a month subhanallah you are ready to do what that person says he says, Come at five o'clock, you're there five to five. You leave at five o'clock, you leave at five past five. But when Allah, the one who gave you the life you have and everything that you actually have, the owner of this world and the next, the owner, the one in whose hands lies absolute control of entire existence. When he tells you to do something, do you allow him? have that control that your boss at work has for you or a partner in business may have for you or above you because of the goodness of the business relationship may allah forgive us we work hard we earn that earning is not going to help you for more than a few days of this dunya my brothers and sisters now i ask another question as a believer What should really make you happy? What should make you happy? If I ask you from a dunya perspective, from this worldly perspective, what would make you happy? Like I said, people will give you different answers. Some will say, If I have that car, it will make me happy. That Lamborghini will make me happy. Wallahi. People say that phone will make me happy. Some people say the day I own an aircraft, it will make me happy. Some say the day I can do this or I have this clothing or this watch, it will make me happy. The day I have this perfume, it will make me happy. The day I walk on the street and everybody turns around and says, wow, will make me happy. Subhanallah. All those answers are very, very materialistic. Wallahi. They will not last for a few days of this dunya. If you get the car you want the next year, you will not want that car because it is there is a later model. If you get a phone, you want the next few days, you will not want the phone when you hear that there is a later phone. If you have a perfume you want the day you hear everyone else has it, you will not want that one anymore. And so on. The dunya, this world runs faster than you can ever catch up with it. But there is something that will make you
1: truly happy. Allah gives you
0: the answer in the Quran. He tells Muhammad, let them know what should make them really happy? What is better for you than everything you can gather? You have the rands and the dollars, the gold and the silver, the platinum and the jewelry, everything else. You have the cars and the houses and whatever else. Allah says, do you know what? What is better than all of that we are about to tell you. What is better than all of that for you? We want to let you know. Before I tell you, let me explain. You have everything in this world. If that heart, you know you put your hand on your chest for a moment. You feel what's happening. You can hear doof, 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 doof. Can you hear that? It's going on without a battery. It's going on without anything. It is solely and only the qudra and the power of Allah, the mercy of Allah, that is allowing the heart to pump. If it stops for one split moment, a small qiyamah happens in our systems. Wallahi, if your heart was in the hands of man, he would charge you for every time it beat. Subhanallah, he would charge you. He would tell you one cent a beat. You still won't afford it. One cent a beat, 136,000 beats a day. You will not afford the one cent a bit. You won't. Allah says, I gave it to you free of charge. All I want you to do, acknowledge me. Come, do your salah, dress properly, turn to me, recognize me, worship me alone, understand. I am the controller of that heart. If I want you as far as you might have gone away from me, I can can only, not not stop the heart, but only cause the of the beat a little bit out of tune,
1: you will change.
0: How many people they were not close to Allah, they got sick and became close to Allah. How many people? So sickness is a gift. It's a gift from Allah. It's a blessing. If you are sinning every day, when your heart goes weird, it's a gift of Allah because that's what brought you close to Allah. If He did not do that to you, you were not going to come close to. Him. Sometimes we are too healthy, so we commit adultery. We are too healthy, so we cheat and steal. We are too healthy, so we commit crime and sin. Allah says, wait, I know how to bring you to me. Take your health away. You will come. Then you go to the doctor because you have money. You think the doctor is going to cure you one after the other. You travel the whole world. You depleted your money. You still have to come back crying to Allah. Oh Allah, my money didn't help me. My children didn't help me. My health didn't help me. Nothing helped me. Oh Allah, you are in control. Allah says, but didn't we tell you that from the beginning, we sent to you a messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam and you still didn't turn. Still, it's a blessing of Allah. These negative things that happen to you around you, wallahi for a believer, they are never negative. Never ever. You lost your family member, Allah give them Jannah. It's not an evil thing. They will go to Jannah, and if you change your life because of that and you realize what you are here for, you will also go to Jannah. Wasn't it a gift of Allah? Things happened. You lost your property, you lost your job, people burnt this and did that. People treated you badly, all of that. If you're a mu'min, it's a good thing for you. If it brings you closer to Allah. I want to tell you a statement you should never forget. If what you see as negativity brought you closer to Allah, it was not negativity, it was positive. If what you saw as positivity brought you or took you away from Allah, it was not positive, it is definitely negative. You got a good job. Your salary is 200,000 a month and you started going to the clubs and you started doing all sorts of haram. Was that a blessing? Wallahi, it was the biggest punishment of Allah. So Allah says, we want to keep you where you are. Some people have Jannah in the dunya, and they will have nothing in the Akhirah. And some people have nothing in the dunya. Allah says, wait a moment, you will have the eternal Jannah. It's all about sabr. So that now, let's go back to the verse that I read. Allah says, you know what is better for you? Huwa khayrum mimma Who Do you know what is better than everything that they gather? What do they gather? The worldly material items they gather. Yes, we all need a little bit of money here and there. You must be looking at me thinking, share. you know, bread is not for so free here. I need to earn. Yes, we need to earn. But when we earn, we don't earn, compromising our relationship with Allah. We earn halal with barakah, even if it is less. When Allah gives you more, it is a bigger test. When Allah takes away from you, it is still a test. So Allah says, what is better than everything you can gather?
1: Let me tell you. A description of two things.
0: The virtue of Allah and the favor of Allah. That is what should make you happy. The fact that you are a member of the ummah, of Muhammad should make you very very happy excited you worship your maker alone without associating partners with him that is why the Prophet speaks
1: about those who recognize Allah
0: The love of Allah, the fear of Allah that is born out of His love, and they engage in the night in prayer, it is better than anything that this world has to offer you, Allah. When you spend in the cause of Allah to help someone who is another human being, just like you, if you can dig into your pocket and take out something and help a person in need. It is better for you than what the dunya gave you because you are giving back. No matter who you are, even if you only have five rands today and you took out ten cents, it is a bigger percentage than a man who has five million and took out one thousand. May Allah grant us understanding. Raka'atan fajri khairun dunya wa mafiha. Sadaka Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, the two
1: sunnah
0: that are read before salatul fajr, they are better than the whole world and whatever it can offer you. That is now what should make you excited, my brothers, my sisters. The day you got up for salatul fajr early and you read the two units of sunnah and the two of farah, that is the day you have the right to be happy that is true happiness did you do that and you are looking for happiness the day that passes when you have not committed a sin is the day that you have happiness that is happiness true happiness is when the day passed and no pornography was watched that is true happiness. When the day passed, no adultery was committed, that is true happiness. Nobody was abused, that is true happiness. When the day passed and you did not use one swear word, that is the day of happiness. When the day passed and five salah were fulfilled, that is the day of happiness. That is better than everything that they can gather. Wallahi, if you missed your ship or your or your flight or your bus or whatever it was, but you did not miss salah, it was better for you than anything else. May Allah grant us goodness. Don't worry. When Allah made you miss something, He knows. Just be excited about missing whatever you missed for as long as it is not your ibadah, for as long as it is not your acts of worship. You don't know. You might miss a plane. You don't know why Allah did it. Maybe plane crash, okay? That you were saved from. That might be far but maybe you were meant to meet someone else while you were waiting for the next plane, who because of your association with them, either you benefited in need or in dunya. If you were a person who were upset because of Allah's choice, when you had no say in it, you are not yet a true mu'min. Because the hadith says, amrahu kullahu <laughs> lahu A true believer. His affairs are amazing no matter what happens to him or her, it's always looked at as positive by a true believer. That's what the Prophet says. What did you lose? Electricity went for two days. Your fish tanks, all the fish died. You just say, Inna lillahi wa inna illay raji'un and you continue. What could you do about it? That The electricity came back. And there was a power surge, all your appliances blew. What do you do about it? You have two or three things you might do. You might get angry. You might get hot. You might start swearing. Did it bring back your appliances? No. It only took away your own health. There was a power surge with your body. It destroyed your kidneys and your heart. And it increased you in stress, which is a killer itself. May Allah grant us protection. Take it easy. Relax. So people say bad things about you. In this world, you cannot stop the mouth. You know WhatsApp has its own mouth. You know WhatsApp has its own mouth. The tongue of WhatsApp is shown at the bottom of the icon of WhatsApp. Have you ever seen it? It's a round icon like this and it's got a tongue sticking out. Have you noticed? Right at the bottom. That's the tongue. It has more gossip than those who are known for gossiping, but it's a door that you can use either for jannah or for another place. You see what I'm saying? Technology is a beautiful thing only if you can use it correctly. Just like a knife is a beautiful thing if you're using it for food and for various other permissible things. The minute you use these things that Allah has bestowed upon you and I in a wrong way, that is when you are responsible, my brothers and sisters. So when the day passes and you have managed to dress appropriately on that day, there was a wedding, and you covered yourself correctly, that's the day you should excited. But if there is a wedding and you nude yourself so that everyone could say, wow, remember something, wow, is at the end of the alphabet. You have taken yourself right to the back of the line. You need to start again. May Allah grant us peace. That's not an achievement. When you are cutting your clothing for your weddings or wherever else and whatever it may be, remember, do you want the happiness that Allah has promised or not? If it is, just do it properly. You will lose nothing. You will gain dignity. I have visited countries in Far East Asia, where I have seen brides who are dressed in such a way that. If I were to describe Nikab completely, one wonders what are you doing in Nikab today? And she will say, "Well, you know what? There is, I am not comfortable in exposing myself when there are so many people. This and that. Whatever they are, their, their their response is." The question is what am I doing? No one is telling you to get to a very high level, but at least an acceptable level. Something acceptable. Dress modestly, dress correctly. People think that you know on days of happiness we can do what we like. People think when they're going on holiday, they can forget about the fact that they're Muslim the day that you go on holiday and you have not missed your salah is the day you're a true human I you have the right to be happy that is what is better than everything that the quran says everything that they gather and they amass you follow what we say you want you want the true happiness the delight learn to obey allah's instruction the day you started your day with quran that's the day you have the right to be excited it's better than everything that people will earn during that day when you start your day with istighfar when you leave your home with the du'a when you greet your children and you spend time with your family members that's the day that you're supposed to be happy and excited when the sin was staring you in the face and it was so easy to be committed and you quit it for the sake of Allah you can turn to Allah and say ya Allah I love you more than I love the sin so much that I'm not going to displease you, Allah says. You know what? It's better than the whole world and what it had to offer you. What you did is very, very commendable. When things that are coming all around you, you know the hatred we have in the hearts of the people today is unbelievable. Learn to extinguish the hate and replace it with love. You might disagree with someone. You love them, you care for them, you will reach out to them, you will talk to them, you will communicate, you will make sure that positivity comes from you. That is what it is. The difficulty in today's world, Allah has bestowed us with so much, but wallahi, we are complaining more than our forefathers who didn't even have electricity at all. Your fathers and grandfathers and mine and great-grandfathers, what did they have? what did they have? did they have these water coolers we have at this mayfair masjid did they have whatever else the sun we have everything else we have the food the water the clothing the salaries the jobs the cars the roads nothing of that nature did they complain as much as we do no they did not they were happier people you know what that proves to you that true happiness is not in material items now i want to tell you something that is extremely powerful this is carefully. It moves me every time I think of it. It actually draws me to tears when I think of it. Who is the best of creation, the most noble of all messengers? No doubt, Muhammad sallallahu الله عليه Right? Answer me. Correct. <laughs> if success and the happiness of Allah. And the closeness to Allah was determined by how much technological advancement you had, Rasulullah would have had all of the latest technology. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to show us that technological advancement is not connected to true contentment and happiness, nor is it connected to your closeness to Allah. So Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala decided that Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam will live in an age where this technological fitna we have right now will not be there. That is why internet has come now. Everything else has come now. So much so that water from a tap did not exist at the time. They were happier than us going to the wells and drawing water. We have water running in a tap. Hot water without a fire. Subhanallah, a giza And we turn it on. But there is no thankfulness to Allah. Our gratitude is less. And the favors of Allah upon us are far more. You see where we're failing? That's why we are upset. That's why we are so looking and searching for more and more. I tell you, look and search for how to get closer to Allah. How to improve on your salah? How to improve on your ibadah? How to quit your sins? How to become a better person? A day is going to come when you and I will Return back to Allah, possibly today, in this country, South Africa, especially here in Johannesburg, especially here in this area we are living in right now. There's no guarantee that you're even going to walk out of that door. One crazy guy from amongst us here could actually punch up someone at any time and maybe even worse. Can it not happen? It can happen. May Allah save us all. May Allah take us away the moment He knows that it's better for us to go in a condition where he is pleased with us but we can never ever sit and think for a moment that no i need to only prepare for this world forget about the akhirah wallahi the akhirah is more important this is why when rain came at the time of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he taught them a dua bi fadlillahi wa bi rahmatihi this rain has not come from any human source but it is actually the fadl of allah and the rahma of allah which means the virtue of allah the mercy of allah the favor of allah is in his mercy allah has had mercy on us we are sitting in the masjid here one visit to the masjid is better than whatever you can dream of in terms of the food that you're going to eat your whole life subhanallah what is more important for us it is your connection with allah more important than food and drink that's what it is my brothers and sisters i might have sounded a little bit hard but all i intended is a reminder for myself sometimes in this world we get too engrossed we drown in the dunya we forget that the akhirah is coming the sins are committed one after the other we forget allah we turn away from allah how could that how could we allow that to happen I end off by reminding you, my brothers and sisters, never lose hope in the mercy of Allah, no matter what you have done. The fact that you are sitting here today in this masjid or in any other masjid, and the fact that your heart happens to bear an iota of regret is the sign of the love of Allah. He loves you. If your heart has a slight feeling in it, that oh Allah, I want to turn to you. That's the love of Allah. Catch it, hold on it, and do something about it. Don't let shaitan make you become depressed because you committed a sin that you think Allah won't forgive. Allah will forgive all your sins. Allah will forgive all your sins. When you do tawbah, there is not a single sin that Allah won't forgive if you were to seek the forgiveness of Allah. The only time that there is trouble is when you die without seeking forgiveness from sheep. That's the problem. But if you sought forgiveness from sheep in your life, your sins are wiped out. Wiped out completely. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us good minds. Never lose hope in the mercy of Allah. We are all good people, inshallah. We all mean well, inshallah. We all want to get closer to Allah, bi ta'ala. May Allah us us it. May Allah bless us And the marhumin. The Imam
1: of the Masjid lost his father. May Allah grant that father jannah to firdaus Hafiz May
0: Allah grant him Jannah and, and all the Marhumeen, not only of this community but the Ummah at large. There are people right now suffering across the globe We are sitting in Ni'mah. May Allah bless them and ease their suffering. May Allah grant them goodness no matter where they are across the globe because everywhere there is chaos today. May Allah open our doors, give us contentment. Remember, you want true closeness to Allah, you want true happiness, true contentment, true success. Start your day with the two rakaat al-fajr. See your life change. I promise you your life will change. Do it as an honor, not as a burden. Aqulu qawli ghadha wa sallam wa Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bismillah rahim alhamdulillah. Wa salatu wa s ala rasulillahi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi we praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we send blessings and salutations upon Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, his household, his companions, we ask Allah to bless them, to bless every one of us, and to ultimately grant every one of us Jannatul firdaus in paradise. Ameen. My brothers and sisters, if I were to ask you, what makes you happy, what would you say? What makes you happy? What would you say? To be honest, everyone would have different answers based on... What would make them happy, subhanallah? Some people, what would make them happy is something haram if they want the lottery. They'll tell him, if I win the Tatama millions, I'll be so happy. Yet if you look at it, it's not permissible in Islam to participate in something of that nature. But the reason why they will say that I am I won't be happy is because they will have in their hands what they think is the source. Of happiness and contentment, yet it is not. Subhanallah. Evidence of it is look at the people who have millions. Most of them are not content unless they have in them connection with Allah. La ilaha illallah. Did you think of that? Most of those who have a lot of money have a lot of stress. Most of them cannot sleep except with pills unless they have a connection with Allah and unless their dealings have been clean and clear and unless their character has been refined. So if I were to ask you what exactly makes you happy? Someone might say, well, if I marry that particular person, it will make me happy. Many a times people say that particular person based on looks. You know, they look hot. Subhanallah. Why do they use the word hot? Have you ever thought of it? Heat. What's the heat all about? When they say this person looks hot, because it burns. La ilaha illallah. May Allah grant us ease. You will be burnt, my brothers, my sisters. Remember, what Allah is
1: pleased with is cool. La ilaha illallah. It brings
0: about the coolness of the heart. Even if you are not the richest person, you are happy with what Allah bestowed upon you so what would make you happy subhanallah if i find that that person gives me a job i will be happy that's a very materialistic answer you are ready to become a slave of a person who's going to pay you 20000 rands a month subhanallah you are ready to do what that person says he says come at 5 o'clock you're there 5 to 5 you leave at 5 o'clock you leave at 5 past 5 but when Allah, the One who gave you the life you have and everything that you actually have, the owner of this world and the next, the owner, the One in whose hands lies absolute control of entire existence, when He tells you to do something, do you allow Him to have that control that your boss at work has for you, or a partner in business may have? for you or above you because of the goodness of the business relationship may Allah forgive us we work hard we earn that earning is not going to help you for more than a few days of this dunya my brothers and sisters now i ask another question as a believer what should really make you happy what should make you happy If I ask you from a dunya perspective, from this worldly perspective, what would make you happy? Like I said, people will give you different answers. Some will say, If I have that car, it will make me happy. That Lamborghini will make me happy. Wallahi. People say that phone will make me happy. Some people say the day I own an aircraft, it will make me happy. Some say the day I can do this or I have this clothing or this watch, it will make me happy. The day I have this perfume, it will make me happy. The day I walk on the street and everybody turns around and says, Wow, will make me happy. Subhanallah. All those answers are very, very materialistic. Wallahi. They will not last for a few days of this dunya. If you get the car you want the next year, you will not want that car because it is there is a later model. If you get a phone, you want the next few days, you will not want the phone when you hear that there is a later phone. If you have a perfume, you want the day you hear everyone else has it, you will not want that one anymore. And so on. The dunya, this world runs faster than you can ever catch up with it. But there is something that
1: will make you truly happy.
0: Allah gives you the answer in the Quran. He tells Muhammad sallallahu الله عليه وسلم, let them know what should make them really happy. What is better for you than everything you can gather? You have the rands and the dollars, the gold and the silver, the platinum and the jewelry, everything else. You have the cars and the houses and whatever else. Allah says, do you know what? What is better than all of that, we are about to tell you. What is better than all of that for you, we want to let you know. Before I tell you, let me explain. You have everything in this world, if that heart, no, you put your hand on your chest for a moment. You feel what's happening. You can hear doof, 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 doof. Can you hear that? It's going on without a battery. It's going on without anything. It is solely and only the Buddha and the power of Allah, the mercy of Allah, that is allowing the heart to pump. La if it stops for one split moment, a small qiyamah happens in our systems. Wallahi, if your heart was in the hands of man, he would charge you for every time it beat. Subhanallah, he would charge you. He would tell you one cent a beat. You still won't afford it. One cent a beat. Hundred fifty-six thousand beats a day. You will not afford the one cent a bit. You won't. Allah says, "I gave it to you free of charge. All I want you to do: acknowledge me. Come, do your salah. Dress properly. Turn to me. Recognize me. Worship me alone. Understand, I am the controller of that heart. If I want you, as far as you might have gone away from me, I can. I can only not not stop the heart. But only cause the fluctuation of the beat a little bit out of tune, you will change. How many people they were not close to Allah? They got sick and became close to Allah. How many people? So sickness is a gift. It's a gift from Allah. It's a blessing. If you are sinning every day, when your heart goes weird, it's a gift of Allah because that's what brought you close to Allah. If He did not do that to you, you were not going to come close to Him. Sometimes we are too healthy, so we commit adultery. We are too healthy, so we cheat and steal. We are too healthy, so we commit crime and sin. Allah says, wait, I know how to bring you to me. Take your health away. You will come. Then you go to the doctor because you have money you think the doctor is going to cure you one after the other you travel the whole world you depleted your money you still had to come back crying to allah oh allah my money didn't help me my children didn't help me my health didn't help me nothing helped me oh allah you are in control allah says but didn't we tell you that from the beginning we sent to you a messenger muhammad
1: and
0: you still didn't turn still it's a blessing of allah these negative things that happen to you around you, wallahi for a believer, they are never negative, Never ever. You lost your family member, Allah give them Jannah. It's not an evil thing. They will go to Jannah and if you change your life because of that and you realize what you are here for, you will also go to Jannah. Wasn't it a gift of Allah? Things happened. You lost your property, you lost your job, people burnt this and did that, people treated you badly, all of that. If you're a mu'min, it's a good thing for you. If it brings you closer to Allah. I want to tell you a statement you should never forget. If what you see as negativity brought you closer to Allah, it was not negativity, it was positive. If what you saw as positivity brought you or took you away from Allah, it was not positive, it is definitely negative. You got a good job. Your salary is 200,000 a month and you started going to the clubs and you started doing all sorts of haram was that a blessing wallahi it was the biggest punishment of Allah so Allah says, we want to keep you where you are. Some people have Jannah in the dunya, and they will have nothing in the Akhirah. And some people have nothing in the dunya. Allah says, wait a moment, you will have the eternal Jannah. It's all about sabr. So that now, let's go back to the verse that I read. Allah says, you know what is better for you? who khayrum mimma Who You know, what is better than everything that they gather? What do they gather? The worldly material items they gather. Yes, we all need a little bit of money here and there. You must be looking at me thinking, share. you know, bread is not for so free here. I need to earn. Yes, we need to earn. But when we earn, we don't earn compromising our relationship with Allah. We earn halal with barakah, even if it is less. When Allah gives you more, it is a bigger test. When Allah takes away from you, it is still a test. So Allah says, what is better than everything you can gather? Let me tell you. A description of two things. The virtue of Allah and the favor of Allah. That is what should make you happy. The fact that you are a Member of the Ummah of Muhammad should make you very very happy, excited, you worship your maker alone without associating partners with him. That is why the Prophet sallallahu speaks
1: about those who recognize Allah.
0: The love of Allah, the fear of Allah that is born out of his love and they engage in the night in prayer. it is better than anything that this world has to offer you Allah in. When you spend in the cause of Allah to help someone who is another human being just like you, if you can dig into your pocket and take out something and help a person in need, it is better for you than what the dunya gave you because you are giving back. La ilaha
1: illallah. La
0: ilaha illallah. No matter who you are, even if you only have five rands today and you took out ten cents, it is a bigger percentage than a man who has five million and took out one thousand. May Allah grant us understanding. Raka'atan fajri khairum mina dunya wa mafiha. Sadat Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says. The Prophet says. The two sunnah that are read before salatul fajr, they are better than the whole world and whatever it can offer you. That is now what should make you excited, my brothers, my sisters. The day you got up for salatul fajr early and you read the two units of sunnah and the two of farah, that is the day you have the right to be happy. That is true happiness. Did you do that and you are looking for happiness? The day that passes when you have not committed a sin is the day that you have happiness. That is happiness. True happiness is when the day passed and no pornography was watched. That is true happiness. When the day passed, no adultery was committed. That is true happiness. Nobody was abused. That is true happiness. When the day passed, and you did not use one swear word. That is the day of happiness. When the day passed, and five salah were fulfilled. That is the day of happiness. That is, happiness. That is better than everything that they can gather. Wallahi, if you missed your ship or your or your flight or your bus or whatever it was, but you did not miss salah, it was better. For you than anything else. May Allah grant us goodness. Don't worry. When Allah made you miss something, He knows. Just be excited about missing whatever you missed for as long as it is not
1: your Ibada,
0: for as long as it is not your act of worship. You don't know, you might miss a plane. You don't know why Allah did it. Maybe plane crash, okay? That you were saved from. That might be far. But maybe you were meant to meet someone else while you were waiting for the next plane, who, because of your association with them, either you benefited in this or in dunya. If you were a person who were upset because of Allah's choice when you had no say in it, you are not yet a true mu'min, because the Hadith says, "Ajab al-lam bil-mu'minifainna amrahu kullahu lahukheey." A true believer. His affairs are amazing no matter what happens to him or her, it's always looked at as positive by a true believer. That's what the Prophet says. What did you lose? Electricity went for two days. Your fish tanks, all the fish died. You just say inna illahi wa inna ilaihi rajiun and you continue. What could you do about it? That The electricity came back and there was a power surge, all your appliances blew. What do you do about it? You have two or three things you might do. You might get angry. You might get hot. You might start swearing. Did it bring back your appliances? No. It only took away your own health. There was a power surge with your body. It destroyed your kidneys and your heart. And it increased you in stress, which is a killer itself. May Allah grant us protection. Take it easy. Relax so people say bad things about you in this world you cannot stop the mouth you know whatsapp has its own mouth you know whatsapp has its own mouth the tongue of whatsapp is shown at the bottom of the icon of whatsapp have you ever seen it it's a round icon like this and it's got a tongue sticking out have you noticed right at the bottom that's the tongue it has more gossip than those who are known for gossiping but it's a door that you can use either for jannah or for another place you see what I'm saying? Technology is a beautiful thing only if you can use it correctly. Just like a knife is a beautiful thing if you're using it for food and for various other permissible things. The minute you use these things that Allah has bestowed upon you and I in a wrong way, that is when you are responsible, my brothers and sisters. So when the day passes and you have managed to dress appropriately on that day, there was a wedding. And you covered yourself correctly. That's the day you should be excited. But if there is a wedding and you nuded yourself so that everyone could say, "Wow!" Remember something? Wow! Is at the end of the alphabet. You have taken yourself right to the back of the line. You need to start again. Berla grunda sies. That's not an achievement. When you are cutting your clothing for your weddings or wherever else and whatever it may be, remember. Do you want the happiness that Allah has promised, or not? If it is, just do it properly. You will lose nothing. You will gain dignity. I have visited countries in Far East Asia where I have seen brides who are dressed in such a way that. If I were to describe nikah completely, one wonders what are you doing in nikah today? And she will say, Well, you know what, there is I'm not comfortable in exposing myself when there are so many people, this and that. Whatever their, their their response is. The question is, What am I doing? No one is telling you to get to a very high level, but at least an acceptable level, something acceptable. Dress modestly, dress correctly. People think that you know on days of happiness we can do what we like. People think when they're going on holiday, they can forget about the fact that they're Muslim. The day that you go on holiday and you have not missed your Salah is the day you're a true Muslim. You have the right to be happy. That is what is better than everything that the Quran says. Everything that they gather and they amass. You follow what we're saying? You want you want the true happiness, the delight. Learn to obey Allah's instruction. The day you started your day with Quran. That's the day you have the right to be excited. It's better than everything that people will earn during that day. When you start your day with Istiha, when you leave your home with the dua, when you greet your children and you spend time with your family members, that's the day that you're supposed to be happy and excited. When the sun was staring you in the face and it was so easy to be committed and you quit. Of Allah, you can turn to Allah and say, Ya Allah, I love you more than I love the sin so much that I'm not going to displease you. Allah says, You know what? It's better than the whole world and what it had to offer you. What you did is very, very commendable. When things that are coming all around you, you know the hatred we have in the hearts of the people today is unbelievable. Learn to extinguish the hate and replace it with love. You might disagree with someone, but you love them, you care for them, you will reach out to them, you will talk to them, you will communicate, you will make sure that positivity comes from you. That is what it is. The difficulty in today's world, Allah has bestowed us with so much, but wallahi we are complaining more than our forefathers who didn't even have electricity at all. Your fathers and grandfathers and mine and great grandfathers, what did they have? What did they have? Did they have these water coolers we have at this Mayfair mess? Did they have whatever else? The sound we have, everything else we have, the food, the water, the clothing, the salaries, the jobs, the cars, the roads—nothing of that nature. Did they complain as much as we do? No, they didn't. They were happier people. Do you know what? That proves to you that true happiness is not in material items. Now, I want to tell you something that is extremely powerful. Listen carefully. It moves me every time I think of it. It actually draws me to tears when I think of it. Who is the best of creation? The most noble of all messengers? No doubt. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa Right? Answer me. Correct?
1: <laughs> if
0: success and the happiness of Allah and the closeness to Allah was determined by how much technological advancement you had. Rasulullah would have had all of the latest technologies. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to show us that technological advancement is not connected to true contentment and happiness, nor is it connected to your closeness to Allah. So Allah Subhanahu wa Taala decided that Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam will live in an age where this technological fitnah we have right now will not be there. That is why internet has come now. Everything else has come now. So much so that water from a tap did not exist at the time. They were happier than us, going to the wells and drawing water. We have water running in a tap, hot water without a fire. Subhanallah, a giza. And we turn it on, but there is no th- thankfulness to Allah. Our gratitude is less, and the favours of Allah upon us are far more. You see where we're failing. That's why we are upset. That's why we are so looking and searching for more and more. I tell you, look and search for how to get closer to Allah, how to improve on your salah, how to improve on your ibadah, how to quit your sins, how to become a better person. A day is going to come when you and I will return back to Allah. Possibly today. In this country, South Africa, especially here in Johannesburg, especially here in this area we are living in right now. There's no guarantee that you're even going to walk out of that door. One crazy guy from amongst us here actually punch up someone at any time and maybe even worse can it not happen it can happen may Allah save us all may Allah take us away the moment he knows that it's better for us to go in a condition where he is pleased with us but we can never ever sit and think for a moment that no I need to only prepare for this world forget about the akhirah wallahi the akhirah is more important this is why when rain came at the time of the Prophet ﷺ, he taught them a du'a. bi-fadlillahi wa bi rahmatihi. This rain has not come from any human source, but it is actually the fadl of Allah and the rahma of Allah, which means the virtue of Allah, the mercy of Allah, the favour of Allah is in His mercy. Allah has had mercy on us. We are sitting in the masjid here.
1: One visit to the
0: masjid is better than whatever you can dream of in terms of the food that you are going to eat your whole life. Subhanallah. What is more important for us? It is your connection with Allah more important than food and drink. That's what it is, my brothers and sisters. I might have sounded a little bit hard, but all I intended is a reminder for myself. Sometimes in this world we get too engrossed. We drown in the dunya. We forget that the akhirah is coming. The sins are committed one after the other. We forget Allah. We turn away from Allah. How could that? How could we allow that to happen? I end off by reminding you, my brothers and sisters, never lose hope in the mercy of Allah, no matter what you have done. The fact that you are sitting here today in this masjid or in any other masjid, and the fact that your heart happens to... Bear as an iota of regret is the sign of the love of Allah. He loves you. If your heart has a slight feeling in it, that oh Allah, I want to turn to you. That's the love of Allah. Catch it, hold on it, and do something about it. Don't let shaytan make you become depressed because you committed a sin that you think Allah won't forgive. Allah will forgive all your sins. Allah will forgive all your sins. When you do Tawbah, there is not a single sin that Allah won't forgive. If you were to seek the forgiveness of Allah, the only time that there is trouble is when you die without seeking forgiveness from shirk. That's the problem. But if you sought forgiveness from shirk in your life, your sins are wiped out. Wiped out completely. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us goodness. Never lose hope in the mercy of Allah. We are all good people inshallah. We all mean well inshallah. We all want to get closer to Allah. May Allah strengthen us. May Allah bless us and the marhumeen, the imam of the masjid lost his father. May Allah grant that father Jannah al-Firdaus of his shaleel. May Allah grant him Jannah al-Firdaus and all the marhumeen, not only of this community, but the ummah at large. There are people right now suffering across the globe. We are sitting in ni'mah May Allah bless them and ease their suffering. May Allah grant them goodness no matter where they are across the globe. Because everywhere there is chaos today. May Allah open our doors. give us contentment. Remember, you want true closeness to Allah. You want true happiness, true contentment, true success. Start your day with the two raka'at al fajr. See your life change. I promise you your life will change. Do it as an honor, not as a burden.